Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. My name is Ray, and I'll be your host for the hour. As we do every week on this show, we talk about the Law of Attraction, but we also talk about the spectacular leading-edge teachers of our day that are bringing this information to us in a really beautiful, palatable, attractable, and editable way, a way that we can apply it to our everyday lives. Before we get started with the show this week, we want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, SendOutCards.com forward slash attraction. Sendoutcards.com gives you the ability to send a custom greeting card in the mail to anyone in the world for less than a dollar. And you never have to leave your desk. That's the most fantastic part. You design, they print, they mail, all for you. And you can even get your own personal font. So we want to thank our sponsor and hope that you'll go to www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction and send a card today. And when you do so, you support our show. So this week, we want to focus on specifically an aspect of law of attraction that many of us are very intrigued in perhaps what brings us to this work to begin with. And that is the concept of manifesting, power manifesting. How can we have the ability to positively influence our own lives, but also the lives of others. When we move deeper into the metaphysical life, we get beyond the point of needing or wanting to just create stuff. Quite frankly, that becomes somewhat of an easier opportunity to co-create. What gets more interesting than the things that we want to create in our lives is the experiences. Not only experiences for ourselves, but also how we can be positive, co-creative beneficiaries to others? How can we assist others with our own alignment in addition to truly living the lives that we were meant to live, living in full joy, full expectation of fantastic experiences as we co-create with each other? And today we're going to focus on a few segments from our favorite, one of our favorite teachers of Law of Attraction, the teachings of Abraham through Esther Hicks. And of course, we, um, we highly recommend that you explore their website at abraham-hicks.com and if possible, attend one of their workshops, both online and in person. And we also encourage you to purchase 
um, the entire tracks of what we're going to play. Just tiny little bit of, um, of appetizers for you to delve more deeply into some of the gorgeous concepts that they're talking about on a daily basis as they travel the world, uh, talking about the amazing powers of law of attraction, but also the subtlety in this dynamic, powerful energy. We're going to start with a track that um, we're going to share just a little bit with you from a recent Abraham Hicks cruise, uh, specifically to Alaska. They take these cruises where people come on board specifically to interact with these teachers, and uh, what an extraordinary time they have. The energy on these boats is just um, divine, and the kind of momentum and teaching that happens in these seminars as they cruise around the oceans of our planet uh, really is some of the most leading-edge information that I have ever heard. And today we're going to focus on a couple of tracks that are specifically about power, power manifesting not only in our own lives, but again, how we can positively influence the lives of others, those that we love those that we don't even know, and maybe even on a planetary basis. We'll start with this particular track that focuses on a friend wanting to help another friend. But the information that gets revealed in here in this segment is way beyond just a one-on-one -on -one relationship. We'll get some insights to how we can positively affect so many lives and it is a truly wondrous practice to know and to delve into in our everyday lives. Let's hear a little bit from this workshop from Abraham Hicks. Um, I understand that I can't create for another in their reality, which is a really good thing. And Be I, Why? Because you can't strike the vibrational pose for them. No, that, that's But right. you can strike your own vibrational pose in a strong enough way that your power of influence is such that you could cause a rendezvous with the part of them that they most want, even if they are vibrationally, temporarily, a little bit astray. That's exactly what I want to talk about. No. <laughs> You're always right. I, it, in my vortex is a version of my best friend that is steady and stable and strong but that's in my vortex, so how does that help her? Well, it doesn't help her if you are noticing that she's not there. In other words, when you are really seeing her that way, and this comes back to our very first question today, did you feel that a little bit? In other words, you were talking about how strong and steady and sure she is mm -hmm. from a standpoint of her not always being there. Yes. And so that stick that we picked up that has two ends on it, what's mm -hmm. wanted in absence of what is wanted, the stronger end of your stick was about what isn't happening rather than what is happening. And so you will influence her. She will rise to the level of your expectation. She will rock. Okay. Everyone does. Everyone rises to the level of your expectation, you see. Okay. So how, how can I then help influence her into her health? Because she's at a place now where it's... Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't okay. do that. Don't do that. Where you just started to go was the anti-health. Yeah. <laughs> you see, okay. you can't influence her to something that you're not seeing. And one of the things that's so frustrating and confusing is that when someone demonstrates something in real life that you don't want to see but you can't help but see it and in seeing it it affects your vibration then 
the sadness that you feel or the grief that you feel or the concern that you feel is your indication that you're being influenced her vibration is the stronger vibration and you know it's a common thing this is one of the things that we're talking about in these hours that we are together we know that you are here as physical translators of vibration so what you see is a translation of vibration. What you hear is a translation of vibration. What you smell is a vibrational interpretation. Everything that you see and hear and smell and taste and touch, these are vibrational interpretations and it's strong detail. It's really specific stuff. And you all, we love you so much are hooked on it. You're hooked on it so much. You believe so much in this reality that it is a rare one of you who offers a vibration around it because when something manifests it gets your attention for the most part wanted or unwanted and the reason is because you think that you would rather look at something that is real than imagine something that isn't real we said it in another way earlier the other day we said most humans would rather feel negative emotion than no emotion at all even though in no emotion there is always a higher vibration than in negative emotion in other words when you meditate and stop thought quiet your mind your vibration raises but when you're focused upon something that is causing fear or concern your vibration is lower because you're introducing that discordant or that lower vibration to your mix you see oh isn't that delicious we're just listening to an excerpt from a recent Abraham Hicks cruise the Alaska cruise in 2012 and I think it was just such an interesting situation where we really look at how we can co-create and influence each other. But what was so key there was this understanding that we can't create for one another. I mean, that's really a premise that we have to, to focus on initially. And that really the only thing that we can do is be a powerful influence, meaning we can rise the sea, if you will. We can raise the vibration so that there is a potential rendezvous point for those around us as we uh, keep focused on the steady energy of what is wanted. What we hear so clearly in that uh, particular exchange is the fact that if the wanted energy is not held, it is not found it has to be held on the non-physical. It's so crucial that we become these artistic vibrational beings where we understand that the manifestation is in the non-physical, that it's in the holding of the imagination and it is the holding of the potential. It is the pre-manifestational energy, if you will, that is key, that is critical in being able to create a stage, create an atmosphere, create a place to which uh, rendezvous points with other energies and other information come, can come in to actually manifest something. I think it's so beautiful the way that they unveil to us uh, this idea of what happens in the pre-cognition, the pre-manifestational stage. There is a lot going on and we as uh, leading edge teachers and leading edge students of of um, a metaphysics have to understand the mechanics of the pre-manifestational world and part of it is what we heard right there is holding the energy of wanted 
and not telling the story, although it be true, of the unwanted. You heard in that segment um, as the friend began to describe the circumstance and the situation. I mean, how many times have we been in that circumstance where we have just forgotten about the power of story and picked up on the mediocrity of the unwanted and continued to add this narration to that which is unwanted um, in this sort of way of of connecting uh, what someone is going through. And really what the the unfortunate part of that, the anti-health part of that, is when we tell the story of sickness over and over again, we only influence the energy of what is currently here, which is the unwanted. And we don't move into that influencing imagination energy where you are holding that which is yet unseen you can't influence someone to something that you are not seeing yourself vibrationally that you are not internalizing and understanding that it is done these teachers so beautifully tell us over and over again about the fact that we are vibrational translators and that we have come to this planet as trans as really vibrational translators, but not just the vibration of the manifested. That's easy. Obviously, if you hear it, if you see it, if you touch it, you taste it, that's pretty easy to vibrate. We've got ears for that. We've got eyes for that. We've got taste buds for that. We've got these beautiful bodies that translate with ease that which is manifested. But what these bodies also do through the power of our consciousness is we're given the ability to translate the unmanifested energy by holding the potential of what is wanted, both in the vision and the imagination, but also in the feeling, in that solar plex area where we hold our emotional bodies, feeling the health story, feeling the wholeness story, feeling the vibration of truth story even before it has had chance to manifest. That is really where we can be the most powerful influencers in our own lives and in the lives of others. What are the stories that we're telling about each other? And can we, as these gorgeous teachers of vibration have told us, go to the pre-manifestation and hold the energy of the truth of health and vibration of wholeness? and that which is uh, truly what is wanted. And when we hold that energy, we give an opportunity for those around us to catch the vibration, to hold on to that coattail of vibration that we've put out purposely and allow them to begin to raise their own ability to see the potential. And then we don't need to create in another's lives We simply allow the pool of influence to be one that if another is ready for it, they catch the light and then embody that themselves and manifest and show themselves that they truly are the only creators. Let's go back and hear some more of this delicious exchange about how to be an influencer, but a power manifester in this world of effects. Here we go. I honestly believe that she's the medical miracle that 
that a team of doctors... You know what? You'd be better off not to talk about it at all. Oh, okay. You'd be better off to talk about her in the garden. You'd be better off yeah. to see her in her work. You'd be better off to enjoy her laughter over something that's funny. You're better off to stay off the subject that is so challenging to you. Yeah. You see? Okay. Go, General. So let's just lay it out here in very clear terms because you want inspiration from your source. Mm. You want the highest possible vibrational frequency in order to attune to that so that like water flows downstream, those thoughts and experiences can flow to you. So you want the highest frequency that you can accomplish. And so to have the highest frequency that you can accomplish, you're wanting to be very particular about what you give your attention to. And we know there are plenty of things that seem to demand your attention but they only demand your attention because you all have become so fixated on things that are of a physical nature is what we were talking about the other day as Esther is looking out into that foggy morning and she knew what was out there because she's been here this is number 10 Alaskan cruise for Esther so she knew what was out there she knew exactly where they were she knew exactly what was out there but she couldn't see any of it with her eyes you see mm. but she has this knowing of what was there and she was laughing with us about it saying this is sort of like the vortex Abraham we know stuff's in there we just can't see it because in that vibrational frequency that it is in its as someone said pre manifested state it's a vibration that I cannot interpret through my five senses that are are so defined and specific but I could interpret it through my emotional sense I could find the feeling of love I could find the feeling of knowing you see you have to find the vibration of what you want and sometimes it means you can't look because you can't do both you cannot look right at something that you do not want and find the vibrational frequency of what you do want it's one or the other and most physical humans have most of you even in this room have not come to accept that yet because it's more interesting to see stuff than it is to do what you think is looking into the fog but if we can convince you that if you will just feel your way into what may feel like the fog of the vortex for just a little while that as you allow that vortex to tune you to higher frequencies that then the specifics that you want will begin flowing into your experience and that's really what you're wanting to do oh stay with us we're right on something that is very important here so do you accept that you are a creator of your experience yes do you accept that your vortex contains the details of life that you have carved out at least do you hear us when we say your vortex is full of everything that you want and your inner being stands there in that vibrational place also so follow through on this picture so all that you have been asking for in detail is there and it's ready to show itself to you through your five senses it's ready to reveal itself to you in the more specific way that you want to see it and hear it and smell it and taste it and touch it but if you're looking for it before you're vibrationally tuned for it you can't see it and your negative emotion is letting you know it's not going to come under those conditions because you're working on the incorrect vibrational patterning did you just hear that yes we're going to take a quick break stay tuned you're listening to everyday attraction here on unity online radio stay with us more exploring on power manifesting when we return
When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the show. You're listening to Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio. So happy to have you back. Before the break, we were listening to an extraordinary exchange between Abraham through Esther Hicks and um, an individual who was really questioning uh, how is it that we can be of positive influence to those that we love, the friends and family, especially when someone that we love is having a health crisis. And what I think was so interesting about that exchange was this concept that we often speak about a situation and an illness um, in a way of explaining. But in that explaining, we actually hold the vibration of the unwanted. And as you heard in that exchange, Abraham had actually said to this person, you know, you're better off just staying off the topic. It's better just to stay off the topic completely um, than to try to explain um, circumstances that challenge us that bring us down, that bring us to the point of losing our focus on the wanted. And really what we're searching for, what we're reaching for in this exchange is we're really wanting to come from the perspective of source. Because isn't that as influencers, as teachers, as positive beings, isn't that really what we're wanting to do? We're wanting to reach the hem of the garment, if you will, of source. And we're wanting to take on that perspective. And that's a very high frequency. And in order to reach that frequency, we have to be very particular about what we pay our attention to. And quite frankly, I think we're very sloppy <laughs> in how we pay attention. And it's, it's difficult because the physical world, that which is manifested, that which is the slower energy, that which is already come, is very distracting. 
but we can, with our faculties of consciousness, of mind, of intention, pull back and be more particular, more specific about where we are putting our attention. Because if we want to don the perspective of source, we have to get into the subtle energies, those generalized energies of well-being, that broader perspective that holds that knowing and that really gives us the information of what we're wanting. But it is that pivoting, that movement that is so critical. Is It's because it's that moment that we move into the pre-manifested world where our work really, truly happens. That is the work. Not trying to move the things around that have already manifested. That's almost backwards. It's too late. It's already here. Truly what we want to do is go back to that um, ingredient realm where the energies are still mixing. The energies are still mingling into rendezvous points that show up as uh, the physical experience. But it is truly a, you know, a realization in that segment. It was so beautifully uh, talked about is, is, is that we're almost addicted to the physical reality. We're almost addicted to that which is already manifested through our senses and, and that we really have to build a muscle. Uh, we have to work out, if you will, on the pre-manifestational stage so that we stop depending on just our eyes, our ears, and our, our senses to help us in co-creating that which we're wanting. And I thought it was so beautiful there that they had described this experience that Esther Hicks had had on this cruise in the Alaskan ocean, looking out and just seeing fog, knowing that there was a manifest world in that fog, but she could not see it with her eyes. And I think that was such a gorgeous metaphor for us to hold on to and really understand that that is what they describe as the vortex. The vortex, as they describe in their teaching, is that which we have already asked for. Ask and it is given. Source always says yes, and it's available in this warehouse of you, if you will, of potential. It is the warehouse of potential that is this vortex that they talk about. And it is in that quote-unquote fog of energies waiting to a clear, waiting to a rendezvous with. But it is our non-physical eyes, ears, noses, tastes. It's the non-physical translation that we have to become more keen to. And quite frankly, therein lies the expertise of our emotional bodies. That our emotions are truly those, the, sense, the senses of the non-physical world, of the pre-manifested world. It is our emotions that are telling us whether or not we are on the track of creating that which we're wanting. It is truly the eyes, ears, nose, and, and mouth of, of the physical, but it is really the emotional body that is telling us to look into the fog and feel and know the truth. That is a, an explanation of the vortex that I think helps us all and motivates us all to go to that point of creating in the pre-manifested world. And that is really how we become power manifestors. It is really in imagining and feeling and knowing that it is already done, that the fog lifts and the 
rendezvous points. The energies match and the scene of the physical is revealed to us. It is truly that magnificent in that the manif the unmanifest world is really ready to show itself. But it has to be a vibrational patterning that we put out first. We have to, as we talk about so much in unity teaching, from the inside out, we have to set the correct vibrational patterning in order for that fog to lift, in order for that which we are wanting to show itself and reveal itself to us. And that is why when you tell the story of what is happening and inside of you, a negative emotion of dread or fear or worry, it's telling you that is not the correct vibrational pattern of what you are wanting. The fog cannot reveal what you're wanted when you are allowing that story and that emotional vibration to permeate your being. It's a powerful set of rules to understand, a powerful, gorgeous structure to embrace. And let's hear some more. Here we go. Yeah. We've said many things to you about that. You're trying too hard. You're trying to feel the grid in. In other words, you're not willing to find the frequency and trust and expect it to show itself to you you're demanding to see it Jerry used to really enjoy the analogy of the farmer who does not put the seed in the ground and then stand there and stomp and demand show yourself to me now <laughs> show yourself to me right this minute I want to see you right this minute right this minute I want you to come out and show me your full stock and your full everything that you are supposed to be eventually show yourself to me now Instead, he understood having been raised on a farm, you put the seed in the ground and you understand that that seed has within it everything that you want it to be. But there is a maturation process that is going to take place. And we want you to understand that in your vortex are the seeds from your point of view, it is the full blown manifestation from our point of view, but there is a maturation process that must take place. So in the corn, in the ground the maturation process is something that you've come to expect because you've watched a lot of corn you've come to know what the gestation period is for the babies in the womb of different species in other words you've come to understand you don't demand that someone give birth to something before it's ready and yet so often you think you want to give birth to something before it's ready and we want to say it's in the vortex it's not a matter of giving birth to something before it's ready it's giving birth to something before you're ready for it you must prepare yourself vibrationally for the visual and auditory translation of these things that you're wanting you see and so if we could convince you and it doesn't take much of that in other words you it's not going to take a lot to bring you to that place of understanding that if you would decide that you are emotional beings, which means you are vibrational beings. And if instead of asking what you're seeing, which is a translation of something that is already created, if instead of walking around and observing so much that has already been created, you would set your sights on what you are in the process of creating. 
That's what's so exhilarating about knowing about these laws of the universe and knowing about the emotions that you are feeling and what they mean. As you begin molding these emotions by deliberately focusing and reaching for the best feeling thoughts that you can find. And then as the manifestations follow the thread that you have imagined, it's so much the easier way to go about it. If we were standing in your physical shoes, we would not be out there looking for problems that have already manifested to solve. Because in looking for problems that are already manifested to solve, they are still vibrating in the problem stage. And the vibration of the problem and the vibration of the solution are two very different frequencies, you see. You've got to tune to a different frequency, which usually means change the subject. So then our physical friends say, Abraham, what are you schizophrenic? Do you want us, do you want us to be deliberate creators or not? And we say, yes, we want you to be deliberate creators, but we know that if you are looking right at the exact opposite manifestation of something that you want, you can't be strong enough to guide your thoughts into the opposite vibration of that. You just cannot look at something that you clearly do not want to see without reflecting your vibration right into it. You have to give your attention to something else. And then you say, but this is my friend. How can I turn my attention away from someone who needs me? And we say by giving them the help that they are really looking for, which is expectation of what they are wanting. Aha. Uh -huh. Yes. The true expectation of what they are wanting. We think that they are wanting sympathy, empathy, connection about the situation, but really what they're wanting is for you to say, I know who you really are for you to say, I'm not worried about you because I know the truth of who you are. And I know that which is in you guides you and knows you. If we could just stop reacting to the circumstance, you know, I think Abraham has talked so much about Jesus and you know, the fact that Jesus did freak out <laughs> in front of that, which was really awful. But there was a knowing that the reacting was to something that it was already done and that the true power was turning one's attention to that which was coming to release the problem stage. Isn't that truly what we're reaching for as we want to be powerful manifestors? We want to be powerful influencers in the world to release the problem stage, to tune into the solution stage. We can trust that there are many, 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 many people tuned to the problem stage and we bless them for that. They are in the first stage of creating. They are asking and there is absolutely nothing wrong with, with staying and living in the problem stage. And I bless every person who is living in the problem. But those of us who have come to these teachings, those of us who are stepping into the metaphysical understanding, we have said yes to releasing the problem stage and embracing the solution stage. You, if you're listening to this show, have truly attracted and decided that you want to be part of the solution stage, which means you need to thank your brothers and sisters who have tuned so clearly to the problem stage, but now you must change your frequency. You must decide to mold and sculpt your emotions so that the physical world is no longer what you are reacting to. To mold the emotions and the thoughts, sculpt that world 
so that you can come into the sights of what is wanted, that which is waiting to reveal itself. We have to decide and realize that we are emotional beings and that those of us who are sculpting on the metaphysical side, we are sculpting vibration by choosing to manifest emotions, choosing to feel and think, to decide to turn our attention to a different type of vibration. We really can't demand the birth of something that we are not ready for vibrationally. And I think these teachers so gorgeously expressed in this segment the fact that it's not like we're creating. It's not as if we are creating what we're wanting. We're simply wanting to rendezvous with that which is already created in the non-physical, that which is already created and wanting to reveal itself on the physical plane. But we cannot demand to see something, to feel something in the physical world already done before we are ready for it on the non-physical vibrational. This is what we, we really look at this and coming back to the beginning of this segment, a trusting this truly is an experience of trusting that the seed in the ground, as Abraham spoke in that segment, has within it all that we are needing and that really all we need to do is plant that seed, that feeling, that consciousness, that thought sequence, that momentum. We just need to plant it within and allow the universe to do the rest, that we're not here to do the whole process, but we are here as the farmer to plant those seeds of knowing and allow the maturation process to trust that the universe is taking care of the details, uh, the minute, infinitesimal, photon-level details of moving around energy in the right way to have the growth and the peeking through that dirt of the greenery, of the knowing, of the wholeness that we have to trust that maturation process and not question it and not ask why it is not done yet and not continually try to uh, reinvent <laughs> the maturation process, but to truly trust it because it is a maturing process. It is part of our own spiritual maturing to trust that and know that it is done because we have asked we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. We're exploring power manifesting with our favorite teachers, Abraham. And we'll return after the break for more exploration of these leading edge concepts. And we thank you for joining us. Stay tuned. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. 
we will discuss through lecture, live interviews, and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everyday attraction at unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed welcome back to the show you're listening to everyday attraction as you just heard on this wonderful day on Unity Online Radio. And again, we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. They have set up a special site for us and for this show where you can send an actual physical card of appreciation to someone that you love today, to someone that you're thinking about. Perhaps you want to send a message to them about what you know is coming for them. And there's an opportunity with these gorgeous cards to actually create them online. They're physical cards. They send them in the mail. <laughs> Imagine that. They are in the physical world. So you can take your consciousness, build a card, and send it into the world and really affect someone's day tomorrow. And what's so exciting is it makes it's an incredibly inexpensive and easy way to throw out to the world your level of knowing, your consciousness. So I encourage you to go, if you can, uh, to sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. They've set up a couple of free cards for our listeners to send, and I hope you enjoy that uh, opportunity. So today we've really been talking about power manifesting in a way that is, is helping us understand that if we decide to be influencers of others, that our road is a different road than the physical reacting and retelling the story of what is. It is very much a different way of being in the world where we have to truly decide to control and to choose where we are putting our attention. And we have to pull back from the very bright, colorful, very loud world and decide that we are putting another kind of seed in the ground. And that seed is what we are knowing is the truth. And that which we are knowing, capital T, is the, the trusting of the process. That wholeness, completeness, that solutions are abounding and wanting to have their way with us in the physical. And it is our consciousness that is the portal for their birth. And what a powerful way to be in the world to be a portal, to be an expression of the new, of the higher vibration, of that which is coming, not that which is already done. And we are so appreciative of these teachers and in the extraordinary channel and teacher that Esther Hicks has opened herself up to be. And we're listening this hour to just little tidbits and small morsels of a an incredible uh workshop that happened recently on the Alaskan cruise 
And we highly recommend that you go to the website at abraham-hicks.com and just buy the entire cruise, the Alaskan Cruise 2012. It is an extraordinary piece of leading edge, leading edge information on how to be powerfully alive in this world and to not only improve your own life, but to truly improve the lives of those that you love and those that you uh, just connect with around the world. Uh, this information in my heart is, is really that which we've asked for, a more defined, clear way to be in the world and to be powerfully attuned to our source, to that which is wanting to have its glorious way into the physical universe. So let's return to this one segment where, again, we're, we're hearing about the challenges that we have as metaphysicians, as, as those which are, who are seeped in the metaphysical teachings, how we deal with the real world, world circumstances of friends and, and family who are challenged with, in this situation, physical issues, health issues. And let's return to some of this sage advice on how to be powerfully present in the world. Here we go. If you have the ability to look right at something unwanted and find the frequency of something wanted, then you are the first in all that we've ever seen. A master walked your planet some years ago talking about this identical conversation and said, turn the other cheek. And that was exactly what that conversation was about. You cannot look at what you do not want without activating the vibration of what you do not want and therefore not being an inspiration to what is wanted, but being a contributing factor to something that is not wanted. You have to decide which cooperative component you want to be. And if we were standing in your physical shoes, we would choose to be the cooperative component with what's in their vortex, not what they have manifested, what's in their vortex. And you know what's in their vortex. You've been listening. You've been hearing. You know what's in there. That's what you want to give your attention to, you see. Then it will occur. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you've spoken the rub. You've spoken the dilemma because if you say something's happening that I do not want, so I'm going to focus on the vortex in order to achieve a vibration, in order to create a better outcome, your attention is still on the outcome. Okay. You have to not be invested in the outcome. You have to be invested in your alignment period. Okay. And it's not an easy thing to do because you've trained each other. The other day, Becky, Esther's sister said, Oh, look, I have a little cut. And Esther said, Oh, look, I have one too. <laughs> That's sort of what goes on. In other words, you're sort of one upping one another for, Oh, you think you've got problems. And it all is in the spirit of wanting to be good conversationalists at dinner. It's all in the spirit of, of wanting to not have those awkward pauses. It's all in the spirit of wanting to support one another, to be there for one another. And we say, if you want to be an uplifter, an inspired uplifter to someone that you care about, you want to bond with their vortex version. Because when you do that, 
they have a greater probability of finding it themselves. Okay. But we don't want you to do it for the ulterior motive of wanting to control the manifestations in someone else's life because you are not the creator of their experience. You're the creator of your experience. But how do you separate people that you care about from your experience? When you care about somebody, they're part of your experience. So you do have the responsibility, but your responsibility is not to them. It's to you. Your responsibility is to your alignment, you see. And so when you're selfish enough to care about how you feel, enough that you'll give your undivided attention to the vortex version of everything that is important to you. And of course, we don't have to worry about you getting carried away with that because you've got all of this manifestational evidence that's all part of keeping the contrast happy. Now it sounds to you almost like we're having two entirely different conversations. The first conversation that we had here today was don't worry about the negative stuff in your life and don't try to get it to all go away because contrast is necessary for the expansion. So are you hearing that in two separate conversations here today, we're talking about step one, which is contrast is going to launch the rockets. We're talking about step two, which is source standing in your vortex, bringing everything together, gathering all of the cooperative components, and then you doing your level best whenever you can doing your best to find vibrational alignment with who you really are. And then everything, everything comes together. So from our perspective, a perfect life experience is one where you are feeling good more of the time than not. A perfect experience is one where you are out there observing with your physical eyes, what has been created. But as you observe with your physical eyes, what has been created, there is not one of you who is able to not seek improvement over whatever it is that you are seeing. And so the key to a delicious life experience is to not let the improvement seeking outweigh your ability to align with who you really are. Because if you get too observant and you find too many things that are not the way you want them to be so that your vibration is dominated by too much that you do not want. So you're shooting off all these rockets of desire and your vortex is growing, it's expanding, but you're observing so much of what's going wrong. Then you've got this discord going on. And then our friend would say to us, instead of saying, I had one day I was out of the vortex and the others that was in, you would say, all my days are out of the vortex and I occasionally have an in the vortex day. You get the balance that we're talking about. We don't even want you in and out 50, 50. We want you in 80 and out 1%. We want you, you are at the place where you ought to be able to manage your vibration to be in your vortex 80% of the time. But the other 20% of the time, we want you to revel in the contrast and the way that it is serving you. That's a good formula for you. That's a formula that if we were standing in your physical shoes, we would be reaching for. And if we were finding ourselves in that 20%, just like trying to be a good mentor to your friend, we want you to be a good mentor to you. Good. I'm having a step one moment. This is what I was born for to clarify and ask for more. Good. Thank you. Oh, wasn't that delicious? That last part. Mm, let's just revel in that. Let's just bring that home. Because really, there is this balancing act that is so important for us as co-creative, as metaphysicians, as 
metaphysical students to uh, give ourselves a break. But I want to go back and uh, and really delve a little bit deeper into that segment where Abraham talks about what Jesus truly meant when he said, turn the other cheek. And I've heard so many unity teachers speak in the same way as the metaphysical translation that's been so misinterpreted so many times. I know growing up um, in the traditional Christian church, I, I had all kinds of crazy uh, definitions of that. So let's clear up what uh, what these teachers are saying. Uh, we really can't look at something unwanted and vibrate something wanted. It is very difficult, almost impossible, as they said there, to look at something that is unwanted and then in the same moment vibrate the new, the truth, the wanted. So that turn the other cheek is is a subtle turn. It is not a leave the room. It is not a never speak to them again. It is not a I can't listen to anything negative. It is just a turning of the cheek of the of the metaphysical, of the, uh, you know, proverbial cheek, and to look elsewhere, not to neglect, not to ignore, not to bury one's head in the sand, but to be cooperative with what they are wanting, not with what has happened, to be cooperative with what is in their vortex, not what they have already manifested. But was so key, and this, this last part of this segment was so crucial in our understanding of the whole of how we are to be powerful manifestors in this world is to release the outcome, to not be invested. And this is really the rub part because we get to that point where, wow, we're doing all this work and we're turning within and we're changing our thoughts and we're choosing our feelings and we're, we're really working on the pre-manifest world. By golly, I better get what I asked for. But, but herein is again in that maturing process and that maturation of trusting that the universe has within it the know-how to deliver what is wanted. And it really is not our job to put that together. And then therefore we have to release our investment in what the outcome will be. Our real true investment is really only in our alignment with source and our alignment with that energy and our alignment in the knowing and the trusting. But you know, one of the, I think the most challenging things is to be, you know, in the world and to be a friend and to be, you know, understanding what the collective consciousness and, and how it interacts on the surface level and, and participate in that. I mean, you can't avoid the fact that we all share our problems and we try to at some point one up one, each other on some level on, on how much suffering. <laughs> oh, if you only know what I had to do or what I had to come through. I think that's just a natural part of her being human and we can't, you know, be too difficult on ourselves when we find um, ourselves by the, you know, uh, it, at lunch or in an exchange where we're here we are telling our suffering story as a way to connect, as a way to seem supportive with one another. Um, but we really have to um, know that the majority of our time, here's the balancing act, the majority of our time is about releasing any bondage with that mediocre story, with that telling of the unwanted. And it really truly is about bonding with the vortex version of what that story is saying. When someone reveals to us their story of suffering, our opportunity is to translate what they have asked for, what the rocket of desire is, and then bond with that version and not jump into our version of a similar story in a way to connect on a mediocre level of love. 
Our responsibility is truly to our own alignment, and that is to stay connected with Source the most time that we can. (laughs) I love how they give us that reality check in the last part of that segment, that we're going to have contrast, and we want to kiss that contrast, because it is part of the co-creative experience. And we just have to do our best. And when we find ourselves in, you know, full on contrast, not what I wanted, how the bleep did I get here? Just release it. And just know that you're doing your best and that sometimes you're going to observe with what is. You're going to get upset with what is. You're going to stomp your feet and you're going to tell the story and you're going to be frustrated and you're going to just join the crowd. Um, But you'll also in those quieter moments, in those aligned moments, in the spiritual practice, in your meditation moments, be seeking the balance of allowing what is coming. And I think that, you know, not not too bad odds. It's not about 50-50, 50% in the vortex, 50% out. 50% in the alignment, 50% out in the world. That's actually not a balance that's working for many of us anymore. I think we've upped our game. I think 80-20 is more what we're asking for, that 80% of the time we are remembering the truth of who we are. We're stepping into that broader knowing. We're translating the world into knowing what is coming and not lying down um, and feeling defeated as to what is already here. 80% of the time we are uh, tripping that light. And 20%, you know, we're in the muck. We're in the mire. So what? Let it be. It'll be over soon, right? (laughs) Write it out. Don't try to do your best work in the 20%. Uh, Let yourself just be okay. And that part of the co-creative process is exactly what you asked to be part of. That's step one. I'm asking. But we want to quickly move to the recognition that it has been given in step two and that it is now our opportunity to align with it in step three and then allow it to be present in this world. I hope you've enjoyed this hour. It's certainly been my pleasure to explore this work with you, to go deeper into the understanding of this subtle, gorgeous law of attraction. And we have such full, full hearts of appreciation to Esther Hicks and Jerry and all who have involved and been part of this message, what we've just reveled in this, this last hour. And I hope that this information will prompt you to seek out more at the Abraham hyphen Hicks Uh, .com website, but also any of the other medical physical teachers that are speaking this level of truth, speaking this level of knowing. And we end this week just uh, coming together and knowing that all is truly well and that you are a magnificent being of truth. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Attraction.